Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Tanner Hendricks and I'm Brandon Kylie. It's always great to catch up with our friend Cardinals insider for the athletic Katie, Wu, especially as she is making her way back to St. Louis from London. Katie, I hope you enjoyed your time across the pond. How are you doing today? Well, BK, let's keep our fingers crossed on the getting our way back to St. Louis portion uh, and a wild turn of events. I am in the customer service line currently in Toronto as my flight to St. Louis was just canceled. So if you hear some background noise, that would be why. Well, Toronto's a good time. I mean, going from London to, to Toronto, like, you could have done worse. Right? No, I'm like a, a world traveler. You know, this is beat writing in a nutshell. Well, J- jolly good morning to you, <laughs> Katie Wu. How was London? <laughs> why were you Australian? Oh, you were sitting on that one all week. Was it Australian? <laughs> it sounded Australian. In all seriousness, Katie, we'll get to the baseball here in just a minute because it wasn't particularly entertaining. Yeah, we can avoid being that. Honest. How was London? What was your experience like over there? How did you enjoy your trip to London? You know, guys, I, I loved my trip to London. I loved the London series. Working on a column right now for The Athletic about it. I just thought it was completely well done by Major League Baseball. Um, it, it can be so easy to be dejected about this Cardinal season, right? When you just take into consideration, I don't know, the whole thing. And it can be difficult to be excited about just another weekend series in June. But I thought the London series, to me, really broadcasted and showed the excitement of baseball and what it's like to share a sport and all the good things that accompany baseball with people that really wanted to learn more about it. Um, the feel at London Stadium, which just completely done over beautifully, I know there will be maybe some complaints about the turf being a little bouncy or the lights being hard to see, but the feel to me felt like the, a playoff atmosphere um, with all of the fun and the people that you get to see, the people that showed up, the, uh, the whole element of the series, just without the, um, the pressure of the playoff series, you know. Certainly the Cardinals are facing a lot of pressure to win, but my experience as someone who was not playing and just taking it in as a member of the media, I thought it was completely well done, and I hope Major League Baseball continues to do more of these events. I already know London Series is returning next year with the Mets and Phillies. Hopefully it can be a year, uh, year-to-year thing. All right, Katie, I'm going to ask the question that might upset you before you get to the front of customer service and figure your flight out, but what the hell is wrong with this Cardinals team? Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, a loaded question because I don't really know where to start, you guys. Um, look, that comeback win was important on Sunday solely because if the Cardinals lost and got swept in that London series, I don't think morale could be any lower than it had been all season because you think of the excitement, the hype, the build up for the series, for them to travel all that way to London and then go out there and get swept, I think would have just been absolutely demoralizing. So I thought that comeback win was key. I do not think that really changes the place of where the Cardinals, Cardinals are at. They have a lot of work to do, and they're just simply running out of time. This next home stand and a road trip that leads into the All-Star break, I mean, three of the four teams, Astros, Yankees, the Sturgeon, Miami Marlins, that's a tough test, and we've talked about it before. If the Cardinals limp into the All-Star break, I think it sets the tone for the next three weeks after that as the Cardinals look to go into the trade deadline and what they might do. It, I'm not ruling out the Cardinals, but I am saying, of course, that time is running really Really slim and, you know, not much going on their side. 
Yeah, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on today, Katie, but the, the Cardinals low point this season was about a week ago where they were 16 games under 500. Now, I understand that the playoff format has changed over the years and there are more spots now than there were previously, but the only team in baseball history that was 16 games below 500 at any point in the season that made the playoffs was the 1914 Braves. And so the reason why I bring that up is I wanted to ask you about how you view the Cardinals now in relation to the trade deadline. So how do you view them in relation to the trade deadline as of today, Katie? That's a good question. And something that we actually talked to President of Baseball Operations, Don Mosellock, in London, and he really broke it down saying there are four ways that you can approach the trade deadline, right? There's the buyers and the sellers route, which we're all pretty familiar with. There's the holding route, which the Cardinals have done, of course, and that 2021 would be the most obvious example. And then there's the route that they kind of did in 2018, where they sold, but they weren't necessarily rebuilding. And I think the Cardinals can do that. I think they can be sellers at the deadline without really going into a rebuild position. And that's what Mo also said. He said, I certainly hope the Cardinals aren't allowed to rebuild. I think there are plenty of pieces contending teams would want at the trade deadline. And I don't think the Cardinals, if they became sellers, would necessarily have to blow it all up and start from scratch. I think they could put themselves in a position to pivot in 2023 and focus on 2024 and really push again for a division that is getting better but still won't be a big top-weight heavy contender next season. Could you see them, Katie, being buyers and sellers at the deadline? And if so, what would that aggressive buying look like? I can, um, but I don't know if they're going to make any of those aggressive buying. If they do... I think that would maybe come in the offseason. Look, let's be honest. Cardinals need starting pitching. It is something that we've said before and again. Uh, free agency is where they really should spend it at. The problem, of course, is that there isn't really a lot of uh, available starting pitchers on the market. Uh, they'll overpay tremendously at the trade deadline, and that's just not something that I can see this front office doing. So I can see them selling now, buying some stopgap pieces, um, stopgap pieces, I should say, and then looking to re- reevaluate and see what they can add in free agency over the offseason. But again, I think a lot of it will come down to how they play over the next couple of weeks leading into the All Star break. What do you think the Cardinals have learned about their pitching philosophy this year? That it needs to be better or perhaps make a change. Uh, I think when the Cardinals were a pitch to contact staff, they still are, but when they were a pitch to contact staff at their best, that was when they were able to shift defensively. I'm not saying they can't do that yet, but of course that they are limited in that aspect with the ship being banned. But when you have a pitch-to-contact staff, you need to have elite defenders. They had that in 2021. They had that mostly in 2022. They don't have that in 2023. They're also restricted in where they can put those defenders. So pitch-to-contact staff combined with a defensive outfield that just certainly isn't up to par to the standards that they set in 2020, 2021, and 2022, and a rotation that more or less is underperformed as their job as a pitch-to-contact staff you get a team that is 32 and 45 and and looking to miss the playoffs again. Katie, final one from me, Adam Wainwright, of course, really upset after his performance Saturday against the Cubs. Is there anything that that can happen differently with Waino the rest of the way in terms of his role, or is this just a matter of let it play out the rest of the season? No, Adam Wainwright's going to start the rest of the season, you know, barring anything crazy. I think it's uh, it's been pretty disheartening, honestly. And you know, Adam Wainwright doesn't need me or anyone to stand up for him, but to just see the treatment of what has been a true Cardinal great throughout his you know, two decades in St. Louis. I understand when you are being paid that much money to perform and you're not performing, you should be held accountable to those standards. But it, it's not like Adam is out there enjoying 
what he's doing. I mean, that was after his start in London. That was the most disappointed I've ever seen him. So it's, it's a problem, clearly, for both sides. But I can't see the Cardinals pivoting and turning on someone that has routinely shown up and got, taken the ball for them for the last two decades at the times they need him most. Right now, what Adam needs from the Cardinals is that same kind of grace and patience. And look, if the Cardinals are out of it by the trade deadline, what, what hurt does it do to have him keep pitching and finishing his career as a starter? Um, I know the chase to 200 is super important to, to both the Cardinals and Adam. I'm not saying that the Cardinals should pivot and uh, not focus on winning in route to finding that 200th win for Wainwright. But if the Cardinals find themselves out of it and looking at a second half to rebuild, why move him anywhere else? Katie, we appreciate the time as always. Cardinals back in action tomorrow night at home against the Houston Astros. We are hopeful that Katie Wu will be able to be in attendance so long as she gets through the customer service line in Toronto over the course of the next 24 hours. Good luck with that, Katie. Thank you for joining us today. We'll talk with you again next week. Thanks, guys. Talk soon.